Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are on this morning on our online studio, um, how they so eloquently announced um, with Toshir. We welcome you to our prayer call today, praying that um, you have had a awesome week, good time, uh, good sleep as we did on Friday night. We had some much needed rest, much needed rest, long, long week. Um, but we thank God. Thank God first for waking us up this morning and having us on this prayer call. And I want to thank God again for giving me another year to see uh, celebrated another milestone in my book of birthdays on Monday that just passed. And so thanking God for just another year. We are going to dive in this morning um, to something that <laughs> kind of um, made me smile in the way that the Lord always wants you to understand what you're going through when you're going through it. And that is one of the things that I absolutely love in growing with God and getting to know him is that any time I'm going through a situation, he reveals it in a different way, he takes me to the Bible so that I can understand it. And this lets me know that he's there. He's in the midst of everything. I I understand what you're going through and you're not going through this. And let me put some light on your conversation because I know everything that's going on. And so that you know that I know, let me give you something to think about. Uh, Wednesday night, I want to say Wednesday, Thursday night, I um, got in the shower, stepped in my closet, you know, to get dressed, stepped in my closet, uh, the closet is one of the prayer places, prayer locations in our home where we pray uh, in the bathroom, in the closet, <laughs> um, uh, in different places all over the house, but that's one of my locations. And I stepped in the closet. I always feel like the closet is one of the places you ultimately step in and the Lord gives you a word. And he gives me a scripture or he'll say a thing or he'll say a name. And Thursday night he said, um, the Holy Spirit spoke to me, live by the sword, live by the sword, die by the sword. And so I went and pulled up the scripture and I was like, okay, God, you're talking to me about this. What, what are we talking about? And I posted it up in our um, prayer group and in our simply study group, simply pray and simply study. And today we're going to talk about um, living by the sword and dying by the sword. I think it's going to give light to um, some things that we have going on in the world today, but even in our own life as disciples. And I am challenged when I started to dig in this. I am challenged in this area because I'm in a in a in a different place, different time, different season, different surroundings, different people, if if you would. And so this gives light to some things that I have been praying about. God help us, help me in this situation and, and let me do what is right and pleasing in your sight. So I'm gonna to go to Matthew twenty six and fifty two. Uh, but I'm going to start at 47. So I'm going to go to chapter, Matthew chapter 26, and the verse I'm going to start at is 47, but our verse is 52. While he was still speaking, Judas, one of the 12, suddenly arrived, a large mob with swords and clubs, with him from the chief priests and elders of the people. His betrayers had given them a sign. 
the one I kiss, he's the one. I rushed him. So he went right up to Jesus and said, greetings, Rabbi, and kissed him. Friend, Jesus asked him, why have you come? Then they came up, took hold of Jesus, and arrested him. At that moment, one of those with Jesus reached out his hand and drew his sword. He struck the high priest, slave, and cut off his ear. And then Jesus told him, put your sword back in its place, because all who take up a sword will perish by the sword. And that's verse 52. Um, We give God honor and praise for uh, the word today. I want to just read you something um, that we um, want to just give some understanding of the scripture and then give you some other things to think about. And then we are going to go in prayer. Amen. In Matthew 26 and 52, Jesus made a statement that has become famous. Put your sword in its place for all who take the sword will perish by the sword. The statement was made to Peter, who had drawn his sword in order to defend Jesus from being captured and crucified. The saying of Jesus is often paraphrased as, he who lives by the sword dies by the sword. What is meant, of course, is that people who conquer through violence ultimately end up dying by violence. Or to put it more simply, what goes around comes around. Live a peaceful life towards others, and they will generally be peaceful to you. Uh, I have um, one little, um, if we go over to Genesis 31, we can see the story of Laban and the trickery Jacob and Laban and all that happened with the Jacob stole his brother's birthright and tricked him. And Jacob then left the promised land and obtained the wife from his uncle Laban's family. And Laban ultimately lied and tricked Jacob into serving for many years. And Jacob in return seeded Laban out of the strongest lands from the flock after they had reached their agreement. Ultimately, Jacob flees Laban and Laban and his tribe pursued Jacob. So from this story, we can see what Jesus later taught explicitly, he who lives by the sword dies by the sword. This is a, um, I'm going to just pause here for a second because we were um, talking about things that are going on in the world today on the news and interviews, and I'm not really going to get into it, but you probably can guess if you um, come on this call right now, uh, March of 2019, there's interviews going on right now with um, multiple uh, celebrities and just their lifestyle. And uh, someone reached out to me to this week and said, you know, that they felt bad for the person. And I said, I do, but you also have to remember that um, it's a biblical principle is what my um, daughter, reminded, daughter reminded me of this week. She said, I use this word a lot, principle, and I was so proud to hear her say this. And she said, and I shared this with one of my girlfriends, and she said, you have taught me what the word principle means. She it's just principle. And so I thought back to her. She said, I said, it's just principle. It is either the principle of karma, which we, we um, don't ascribe to, um, and the principle of what goes around. And that's an biblical principle. What goes around comes around, right? So those are the, the two. If, if you are out and people just say, you know, well, you know, that's karma. That's the word that the world uses. And then we go to biblical principle, which we live by, and it says, what we sow is what we reap. And so <laughs> in this instance here is this 
what um, if you live by the sword, you are um, you die by the sword, right? And so I want to go down to this, and ultimately, um, from the story, we can see what Jesus later taught explicitly. explicitly I want to go here. I'm sorry. And ultimately, stopping the cycle of violence and creating a new cycle of forgiveness and mercy is what Jesus offered us. Rather than fighting back against his captors, he tells Peter to put away the sword. Instead of cursing his persecutors, he says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. That's in Luke 23, 34. Even if our life has been full of deception, division, and fighting with others, we have an opportunity to follow the example of Jacob and Laban in Genesis 31, 43, 55, and put away the sword. We have the ability, like Jesus, to begin a different cycle, one based on mercy, forgiveness, and reconciliation. Uh, I'm reminded of the scripture, um, the scripture is saying, turn the other cheek. And so I believe for me this week, the Lord was speaking to me individually about um, a situation that was to come yesterday, a situation that I am in, and then to give light to it on this prayer call, that we don't have to, um, sometimes we get really, really upset and get mad and we um you know, fight and, like we said, whatever, we put up the sword and we begin to contend and go back and forth with others. But you see, it says if our life consists of lying, cheating, stealing, gossiping, and fighting with others, then we can expect the same in return. So let's just stay there for a minute. He who lives by the sword dies by the sword. So if our life consists of lying, cheating, stealing, gossiping, and fighting others, we can expect the same in return. I just want to underline and and put um, a high beam on the prayer call, lying, cheating, stealing, gossiping, and fighting for others. There's many times that we are given the opportunity to do one of the list of those things that are there. But one of the things that I thought about this weekend is so hard to um, you can engage and someone can call you about gossip and you say, you know what, I have to go. Or people don't call you anymore because you don't gossip. Um, there's this conscious decision where you make, I want to put truth on this and honesty in everything that um, that comes out of my mouth. That's not the um, truth. This is my honest thought about this thing and put it out there regardless. There's fighting with others. Um, and there's many, many more, the, the cheating. You know, you could go behind and, and, and um, falsify facts and falsify documents and those things. But it says, he who lives by the sword dies by the sword. So in our life as a Christian, I, I think um, today this is another discipleship um, moment, um, a, a renewing or um, – there we go – a renewing of our discipleship. And sometimes it seems – so simple, like you know what to do every day. But I know that when the Lord puts a different um, scripture on a thing and speaks to you differently, it gives you an, an opportunity to look at things completely different. So for me, Matthew 26 and 52 will stay with me. Uh, if you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Of course, the sword is um, divine. The symbolism of the sword is divine uh, chastisement. And so divine chastisement is. Uh, it is a symbol of divine chastisement and of a slanderous tongue. The word of God is likened also to the sword. And then divine chastisement is the act of scolding or punishing someone. And now chastisement usually means a verbal reprimand, 
like the chastisement a basketball coach might give his team after a terrible loss. Chastisement. So when you look at this word, it's divine chastisement. It is that um, the act of scolding, you know, really just hitting hard um, and being careful about what you say with um, your tongue. And that's the symbolism of this word. But if you think about it, what we said with that gossiping and cheating and lying, all of those different things is conversations that we can have um, about someone. And we're not back in Bible school, but I think we need to, not Bible school and Sunday school, but I think we need to be reminded. I think this scripture today says a reminder of a new cycle. It says a new cycle of forgiveness and mercy that we can live in to give mercy. Because sometimes I have to, forgive me, y'all, because I got so much. (laughs) Sometimes I have to pull back and say, you know, did I handle that the right way? Was that the right way to handle it? Was it the Christ way? to handle that. There's a lot of times you have to um, comb over, look at the evidence, handle it. Sometimes you want to say very harmful things and hurtful things because we all have the ability, right, that the slanderous tongue to cut down a person in a moment. In a moment, you don't even have to be, um, you know, given an opportunity to get the microphone. In a moment, you can cut down a person and have it so... Um, sliced up on the plate that they would never come back to you again and say anything because you would cut them down. And and sometimes we have an opportunity to do that, but we're reminded um, today that we have this opportunity to not put forth those actions that we can put forth, forgiveness and mercy, because the Lord said that forgive them. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. That speaks to me this morning because I believe uh, right now they're so – I just said to um, my husband this morning, this is a week of um, just opportunities where people um, would would test you, would try you in your Christ walk, and we're we're tested and tried every single, it's not every day anymore, it's every single moment we're tested and tried, and that you have to make sure that you are standing on guard, that you are walking out the, the Christian life. So if the Lord gives an opportunity, this is all going to him, going going on with him, and that they kiss him. That's a sign, right? He, his betrayer had given them a sign. The one I kiss, he's the one. Arrest him. Can you imagine? He says friend. Like He was one of the 12 disciples, and he's Jesus' friend. And through all of this, the Lord still forgives him. He forgives because even he says, Father, forgive them. He forgives all of them. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. And that even in that midst of the betrayal and, and um, arresting him and putting him on the cross, it gives us salvation. So through this, he knows that it has to go forth. You know, the Lord prayed, take this cup away from me. And, and knowing that he didn't want them, this, this is so um, pivotal, he didn't want them to experience the um, the punishment, right, because this is a thing that had to happen. And, and and it's a hurtful thing to Christ, and it's in the and he's beaten. We're getting ready to come up on the Passover season. He's he's beaten all of this so that we can have salvation. And but he says in in the in the breath of remorsefulness, in the breath of forgiveness, God forgive them for they know not what they do. And even if our life has been full of deception, which we come against all the time, people lying on this division where there's um, this spirit of an, an special racial divide and 
you know, whatever kind of division you can have, and, and not just color division. There's color division. There's, um, what do you call it? When you work in the workforce, there's, you know, educational divide. There's, you know, because I have this and you have this. I mean, there's so many instances where we receive division. Um, it is enormous. And so we're constantly out here fighting with others, but we have an opportunity to follow the example of Jacob and Laban in Genesis 31, put away the sword. And that's so hard because right now, um, even in our time, we had these conversations where we're coming up in end times and want to always say that we're in end times. We're here. It's not passing our generation. I am um, this age. I may have, you know, 30 more years to live. And whenever the Lord decides to um, bring things in, we are in the time of um, in times, and so we are going to have to come up against some different things, some difficult things, learn how to fight, learn how to fight for um, our families, learn how to fight in prayer, but remember that the Bible says that if you, he who lives by the sword dies by the sword, so that if we consistently keep on lying, cheating, and stealing, and gossiping, and fighting with others, then we can expect the same in return, and so today we just wanted to Always put light on this thing, put light on the scripture. Like I feel like a big, 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 powerful flashlight. Put a light on that that piece of scripture, Matthew 26 and 52. Then Jesus said to them, put your sword back in the place because all who take up a sword will perish by the sword. So whatever you put out there, you know, my mom used to say whatever. She said whatever comes out in the rent, um, whatever goes in the wash comes out in the rent. Whatever you put out there, it comes back to you. So if you consistently keep on lying and cheating and stealing and gossiping, those things come back. And so sometimes, not sometimes, oftentimes, those conversations that come to you where there's, you know, did you know this happened and did you know this happened, you know, it's like, you know what, I'm not up for conversation today. You know, I have to go and do some other things, laundry or whatever I need to do. You know, I'll talk to you later so that um, you're not putting that that gossiping on someone else and they're not putting it on you. Amen. So we just wanted to give you um, a discipleship moment this morning in the midst of everything that um, we, we, we go through perils and experiences of woes and, and ebbs and flows of different things and that cheating and gossiping comes up in opportunities too. It's, there's opportunities always to gossip. There's opportunities to gossip. There's opportunities to lie. There's opportunities to cheat on, you know, um, tests and different things. Make a different choice. Forgive and have mercy. You know, keep on praying about it. Put love on it and keep on moving in the things of God. Every time he gives you an opportunity, um, as he does every week on this prayer call, that he gives us a, a scripture or something to think about every week and that we dive and that we dig in, that we hold fast to the words that he says, that we stay in constant communication with the Lord in everything that we have going on and that we um, stay in his word and continue to renew our mind and our thoughts. We hope that this um, blesses you today. We hope that um, you continue to move forward in the things of God and that we bless, we bless you for being with us today. We are going to check something really fast before um, we go into prayer. Give us one second, if you can. Okay. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.